Hello, Andrew. Tell me about this new tattoo on your arm that seems to be glittery. Yeah, so it was an addition from uh, July 4th um, that I applied myself with paper. No, well, it was on the paper, and then I used water. Yeah, and like the rag or whatever, you hold it for like a minute or whatever. Yeah, and um, yeah, I've just kind of been wearing it proudly everywhere. And and you may have missed, I actually have another one too on my leg of a koala. Yeah, I missed that, and I wish you hadn't shown me that. A little bit of skin there for the suds. <laughs> Ink it's on just, the skin. It's just, why? why is it glittery, man? Because it's a shark eating ice cream. I thought that was a whale. You know, I heard that too. I'm so convinced. It's it looks a shark. like a whale that that's wearing braces, but it has teeth though. You know, and and yeah, we also have bristles. Yeah, those yeah. though like that weird mouth to yeah, separate yeah, the yeah, fish yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would fucking ever, hate that tattoo. Would you ever get tattooed? Yeah. You would. Yeah. What would you get? I would get my family crest. Oh, okay. Because I have a badass family crest. Where would you put it? I you know on your badass. On uh, no, that would be hilarious though. <laughs> what well, Mama doesn't know won't hurt her. Well, the- <laughs> well, no. Originally, when I I thought up the idea, I wanted to get it on my side. Yeah, painful area to do it. Uh, that's what I've heard. That that is apparently one of the most painful spots you can get a tattoo. Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate pain. So instead, I'm gonna get it on my arm, and I will get it because it's a badass fucking crest. It's a, a shield that has four quadrants. Yeah. And uh, the top left quadrant, I believe, is two swords that are crossing uh, uh, crossing each other. Uh, the top right, I can't remember. The bottom left is um, like a armor, like armor, like old medieval style armor. And bottom right, I can't remember. And why are you about to laugh? Just imagine this is how you talk when someone says, "Hey, what's that tattoo?" <laughs> oh, if, if I <laughs> if I actually get it, I'll, I'll remember everything about it because yeah. I had uh, Piper drafted up for me years oh, ago. Okay, nice. Yeah, so I mean, I, when I get it, it's gonna look really good because it's a really good sketch drawing. But yeah, if I ever got a tattoo, that that's exactly what I would get. I'd get this with the glitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hey, I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. Adam and Andy, if you're stupid, yet you know you're stupid, are you still stupid? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's the appropriate time for that job. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Which people at home don't know what I just did. No, they don't, but they are going to be... I accidentally did our intro music, but I used a laugh. Okay, and I messed up, and that's why we were laughing. After we, we had done the clap sync, set everything up, and... <sighs> I've never done that, where I've mixed no, up... No, no, that was an absolute first. It's always first. the red button. Always the red button. Yeah, that was weird. That was uh, just... Was really weird. A fuck up. Hey, Suds, welcome to Adam and Andy. Um, post one of our craziest episodes ever, right? I'd say so. Yeah. It ain't no sin. It ain't no sin. Um, Dude, I, I still going back and watching the like the TikTok or clip or whatever. You 
got this. You can do this. There it goes. Jesus. Um, I still will, will laugh at myself laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like going back and watching yours with your contagious laughter. I still laugh at that every single time. Yeah. And I even uh, watched yours with my mom. To, really? To show the her. The poop one, right? Yeah. Like how it had gone viral. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you talking about? No, now you're talking about family reunion. That's a viral one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was a viral one. I yeah. showed her that, and then I showed her the, the poop wall, what mm-hmm. I thought should have been the viral one. Yeah, I was surprised by that. And boy, her and I were just laughing our asses off with that laugh. But this one, I mean, this one that you just come out with, I mean, the, the difference, though, is that it's you saying, now I put question marks up whenever you said it. Yeah. I kind of know what you said. It's like you're thinking about the The, the baboon, baboon jerking, jerking off, off a human and an, and an otter. otter. <laughs> and you did the hand motions. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking so stupid. Um... But says, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to our TikTok at Adam Also Andy. Go and find all the great clips. Find our most viral one with over 51,000 views. I want up that. Watch the whole goddamn episode. Yeah. It, pure art. Or listen to it. Or listen to it. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google, and everywhere else. Where at? Adam Also Andy. Yeah. No, Adam and Andy. Oh, Adam and Andy. Adam Also Andy is our email. Yeah, Adam also Andy at gmail.com. And then um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, also the TikTok, like I said, at Adam also Andy. And then Adam Andy.com is our website um, where I'm going to be posting my homemade jerk off videos. Nice. That's for the OnlyFans. <laughs> at Adam also Andy. <laughs> uh, today I am having a Martin House Pina Colada that I'm going to be drinking out of this cool little. Uh, can-shaped glass that I took out of and the freezer. And it looks like an actual beer. It is. It's a, it's a blonde ale with pina colada in it. So it's got coconut and shit. Hey, it went up to almost exactly where I guess it was going to go. Look at that. You are a genius. I am most certainly not. Um, actually, you are. Reason being, um, there is a debt to be paid. Hmm. He was... So fucking sure of this. And I knew this was coming. As promised. I think I, yeah. That, that's too much. Yeah. There you go. As promised, I am, and as the Joker in The Dark Knight, I am a man of my word. I could not crack. Now, please tell me you got this on video. This watermelon. Now, please tell me. You got this on video. I did. Okay, and where can I and the Suds find this video? Not sure yet. Will this be posted on our YouTube? I'm thinking so. It's, it's I mean, me trying to do it's pretty And long. thank you. This is the first cash bet I've ever accepted because, one, I was positive. I <laughs> knew you were not going to do it, and you were so fucking cocksure of yourself that I can break a watermelon fucking easy. That's no problem at all. I know I've obstructed the, the lighter here with the watermelon, but, yeah, I, think but I think it's appropriate. But no. And anytime, I, so anytime I do a cash bet, I always like, once it's time for, for the payout, I say no. It was just a fun bet. But fuck you. You're so sure yourself. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake. And I'll, and I'll, I'll explain my experience um, oh, please. prior to are, doing Are it. your thighs bruised at all from trying it? Uh, no, they fucking hurt though, like two days after. And I had been like, I, so, and I'll give some backstory. Back in high school, college, I mean, I was, my legs were, were fucking like Tree Ryan, trunks, Ryan yeah. Coleman, right? 
big. That's the king of Mr. Universe. Um, but since then, I've kind of lost a little bit of my muscle mass. But I still thought, like, you know, in your head, whenever you're like, oh, yeah, I used to fucking be able to squat 400 pounds. I was amazing. Well, dude, that, that's like me. Like saying, yeah, I can oh, yeah, still rock, rock climb. Yeah. Like I could still like climb up a, a V3. No, I absolutely fucking cannot. So, you know, you have those things where you still think you're capable. Not that I've ever done this before, but, you know, I used to fucking move a lot of weight. So I was like, oh, yeah. And I looked it up. It was like 20 pounds of pressure per square foot can break a watermelon. Um, I guess I wasn't doing that in my fucking kegels, you know. <laughs> so I did it. Um... I, wa- I did it the first time trying to like lay on my side or whatever. And you hear me kind of like, you see my, my legs shaking. Um, didn't work. So I tried it another time, like an hour later. I saw a video of a girl. It might have been the girl that you talked about. I wasn't sure to confirm that. Um, but they had a new position where you like, you sit on your arms like this and kind of elevate your butt and then do it that way. Uh-huh. Um, I thought I was going to get it. I thought I felt a little bit of give. I bet you probably also think you can crack an egg with your ass. Okay, don't test me. But because no, you cannot. Because this is that is the strongest shape in the world. You also can't Vegas. crack it by holding it. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, you can't trick me there. Um, Maddie thought, you know, what if you might be able to do it if you screamed while doing it? So then what, you like have a me. goddamn saying. Yeah. So then you have me, and she says scream in the video, and I'm turning red, and I'm going yeah. Now, where did you do this at? At her place. Oh, okay. Where, was her family there? Her sister was, so her sister saw it and was recording me, so maybe all her friends saw it. Nice. Who knows? Hey, Maddie's sister, get your friends to watch this. Wait, if Maddie doesn't listen to us, her sister sure shit won't. I don't know. I don't even know for their speed, you know? See, I was about to crack the joke, like, hey, Maddie's sister. So, <laughs> how you doing? But you know, that's it. And like I said, you know, man of my word, I pay out bets. Yeah, you are. You are, in fact, a man of your word. And I and cash uh, too. I made sure I stopped at a bank, got cash, so I could give it to Andy. And I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. And I I had a, a feeling this was going to happen because you didn't tell me to pull cash. Oh, really? Well, you didn't tell me. No, I did on, on the episode. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I didn't request cash, though, whenever. Yeah. That was your contingent thing was getting cash. I mean, yeah. I care well, because I, I'm awful. Money is liquid, baby. I'm also, I'm awful about uh, cashing in my Venmo. Oh, yeah. I just let it build up. Yeah. and I did that the other day. I'm sure yours is way bigger than mine was, but yeah. Well, no, because I, I don't use Venmo, really. Oh, like if someone wants me to Venmo them, I'll Venmo them. But I mean, mm-hmm. right now I think I have like seven dollars and thirty-two cents in my Venmo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like most of the time, you know, if you have it built up, you can just pay from your Venmo account. But if you don't have have that amount, like let's say someone needed ten bucks or something, it would just pull it out of my bank. It wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't supplement the seven something, yeah. and then pull it out of the bank. So I just don't use Venmo. I mean, I, I get it. It's great. It, it's a really good way of going about, you know, paying shit off, but it's it's not for me. I'm, I'm like an old man in that regard. Uh, that aside, I will say, moving forward, at least for today, you can refer to me as the watermelon wimp. No, I'm not even going to refer to you as that because it's incredibly fucking difficult to break a watermelon with your thighs. I feel like my hypothesis that the bigger it is, the easier it is to crack might be wrong. 
Well, that's also a very small watermelon. This one is? Yes. Oh, well, okay, yeah. You've seen like the long ones. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I saw some of the I saw some of like the smaller ones like this. See, I I assumed you were gonna go for, for like the, the long big one. Uh-huh. Like yeah. like a black guy. I assumed you're gonna go for that. <laughs> oh, it, you mean like length though, not not any I mean it all stereotype. the way around. Oh like stiffler. He's twelve inches. This is this is oh, when we get canceled, right? Around. This is when we get canceled. See, if you'd gone for the long one, you might have had a chance. Maybe. But you I went guess. for like something that's twice the size of a cantaloupe. That's nice and compact. <laughs> what if that had cracked it? <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Just <laughs> a really soft slap on the top. And that would have like then that would have been a viral moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fame. Um, but I, I think, you know, that's, that's it for our housekeeping. Um, well, that's it for your housekeeping. You have some. I do. <gasps> and I discussed this with you earlier, uh, but I have more complaining to do. Uh-oh. About? So we're going full-time in the office starting this coming Monday. Oh, so there's more I don't know. No, no, you know. I just have to oh, bitch about it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Here on your platform. So about three weeks ago, I went into the office and I had moved all of my shit from upstairs to downstairs because we're, we're moving, you know, it's a whole thing. So I had to take the monitors off my stands. Uh, someone had already stolen the docking station for my laptop to be able to use it in the office. So I didn't have that, so I was annoyed there. Even though I'd, I'd regularly been going into the office already, someone fucking stole it. So I move all the stuff downstairs. I move the monitors and the wires downstairs for the docking station because they took the docking station, but not the most integral fucking part for the docking station. I know yeah. you're pulling up George Carlin, but not the most oh, integral. Oh, no, I wasn't actually. Oh, but not the most integral part for the docking station, which is what gives it life. Yeah, the port. Yeah. So I moved my monitors and the wires downstairs. Well, I went in today because for, for Monday, I wanted to make sure all the wires were there so that I could grab the laptop and my docking station be able to work out of the office. But when I got there today, on oh, my lunch break, around 2.40 p.m., I'd take a very late lunch. Yeah. Someone had taken the fucking monitors and the wires off my goddamn desk. Is that amount of sadness so, enveloped in anger. So I not only set up or helped Piper set up her desk three weeks ago, I set up my own desk. Speaking of. I then had to set up. And now, calling in now, calling in the sky, in the sky, Piper. Piper. I then had to set up my own goddamn desk mm-hmm. for a second time today. And I fucking hated it. What should have been like a 10-minute trip to get to the office, check, and come back took me the full fucking hour lunch break. That sucks, man. That's your freedom. It is. That's my goddamn freedom. I bet you didn't expect me to respond to your I call, did you? No, I wasn't ready for it. So... <laughs> So that is my housekeeping for today. Whoever in that goddamn office took my shit not once but twice. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. 
Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You, you deserve that. And yeah, now I got angry about it today whenever I saw that shit gone again because now, come Monday, I have to take all the shit off my work from home station and bring it into the fucking office so I can work from home or work in the office three goddamn days next week and then reset it all back up at home and do that every fucking week. So whoever took my shit, fuck you with a goddamn iron rod. Oh my God, I'm so lost. I thought you That's a lot of anger and like, I'll just do this one. Oh, she did porn. There you go. Speaking about OnlyFans. I'm so lost. Your amount of anger has completely just stunted me and my ability to do my job. He really didn't expect it because when I told him about it earlier, I was I was nice and calm because I was holding it for this moment. Oh, man. Then you just let it out. Yeah. Now for my first story of the evening. Yeah. Now that I've gotten all the rage and vitriol out of my soul this is good snake bites man on toilet but where right so from inside the toilet from outside the toilet the unnamed 65 year old felt a pinch in the area of his balls before noticing inside the toilet before noticing a five foot reticulated python (gasps) the world's largest snake so not poisonous, which is good. Yeah. They don't but big. They don't usually attack humans unless they feel threatened or mistake something for food in the bowl beneath them. Could have been like a mouse. So what I'm what I'm thinking is his, you know, when he sat down, and I always, because of stories like this, religiously check the toilet before I sit down. Really? I have since I was a child. Snakes are in there. I've, I've always checked him. Mm-hmm. But this man sat down, and he's 65. His balls are hanging more than, than you or I. His balls have got about an extra two inches on him. Swing low, sweet chariot. Coming forth to carry me home. The man from Graz, Austria, was treated for minor injuries in the hospital. It is thought the snake escaped from a neighbor's apartment, though it is unclear how. Apparently, the emergency services arrived, cleaned shit off the snake, and returned it to the neighbor. Oh, so he pooped on the snake. Poop Uh, snake? (gasps) Oh my God, full circle. I'm assuming this man shat himself when he felt his balls get bit. Yeah, I think that's a fair response. Yeah. Yeah. So, apparently the neighbor uh, is now being brought up on charges of negligent bodily harm. That's also fair. That's like the same stuff they charge like dog owners, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's it for that story. It's just that poor 65-year-old man is sitting down in his home, his, his abode, his castle, where he should feel safest in this world. And a goddamn five-foot python bit him in the balls on where he should feel safest to do his dirtiest. (laughs) This is a complete impediment on my safety, security, and privacy, and I'm mad. That snake saw that man's butthole. 
Do you, do you think actually he was trying to burrow in there because it was like, oh, that looks really warm, and he missed and bit the balls? Well, why would he be trying to bite his butthole if he was trying to burrow no, no, in no, there? No, 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 bite. And just like, he was so excited. He was like, yeah! That's how he went in. It's, yeah! How big do you think a five-foot python's mouth is? It'd probably be about that big, right? Big yeah. enough to crush that watermelon? Yeah, about like this. Well, that's if he's like trying to eat it. Or break it with his legs. Yeah. That poor old man. He'll never feel safe shitting again. No, that, I mean, I think that's like PTSD worthy, right? Like that's, that's some serious shit. Dude, I would, I would have PTSD after something like that. I don't think I could ever use a toilet again. I, I could only go to like porta potties and outhouses. Which is probably a worse, worse Or place. go to India and just hang your ass out your window and take mm-hmm. a shit on the street. Insane. What, the, their culture over there? Well, just the, that, just the amount of shit over there. How about that? that literal shit. That, the that, that literal is shit over there. actual commonplace practice. Yeah, or just shitting in the street. Yeah, throughout India is to shit in the street. Mm-hmm. God, that's a disgusting fucking country. Sorry, India. I like this. No. <laughs> like, I, uh, you can't really follow that up, you know? You're just completely disparaging another com- country, you know? And Yeah, I will. Getting on the side of xenophobia a little bit? No, no, it's not xenophobic. I don't hate them because they're Indian. I just think, like, how... I don't like your poop. How it, it handles itself by just throwing trash and shit, actual literal shit everywhere, yeah. is disgusting. And there's 1.6 billion fucking people that live there. And um, they're half the size of the U.S. Speaking of um, things tormenting a country, uh, and I came across this story a little over a month ago. Yes. Um, and it's very interesting. Um, it's probably not. It is, and I will read it in its entirety. It's not very long. Okay. Plague of ravenous, destructive mice tormenting Australians. Nice. Nice. Dude, there's this. What is with Australia? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It. Like, they, they had that season where, like, their forest turned into cobwebs because fucking spiders will, like, tunnel through everything and just, like, turn force into cobwebs. It's it's kind of like, um, I don't know, is it called Wonderland, Alice in Wonderland? Whatever that area is, that's just so, you know, wherever Alice goes, I don't know where she goes. I guess it's Wonderland, but. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's such an odd place. But it's, All like, the opposite of Wonderland. No, no, no. Where everything is the Mad Hatter. I'm saying how where she lived and the queen of hearts at where she lived was normal and she went to wonderland well yeah but i'm saying here is relatively normal relatively and australia is wonderland that's the parallel i'm trying but to draw like here like american mcgee's wonderland just an absolute nightmare what are you saying have you never played or really heard of that like video game series i don't know what you're talking about it, he took like the premise of alice in wonderland and turned it into an absolute fucking hellscape that's kind of fun. Yeah. It, it's a really interesting concept for a game. It was like, it, it was incredibly fucking dark. Imagine Tim Burton on steroids. Kind of like, uh, I want to scream, but I have no mouth. I've never seen that. It's 
pretty scary. Um, in Boggengate, Australia, at night, the floors of sheds vanish beneath carpets of scampering mice. Ceilings come alive with the sounds of scatching. One family blamed mice chewing electrical wires for their house burning down. Vast tracts of land in Australia's New South Wales state are being threatened by a mouse plague that the state government describes as an absolutely unprecedented. Just how many millions of rodents have infested the agricultural plains across the state is guesswork. We're at a critical point now where if we don't significantly reduce the number of mice that are in that are in plague proportions by spring, we are facing an absolute economic and social crisis in rural and regional New South Wales. So are they implementing a second war against animals? Yeah. Because didn't they have uh, that famous, uh, God bless, it was uh, like a war against... Oh, well, they had... Um, if, you're not, if you're not talking about animals... No, Are you still talking about animals? yeah, it was it was an animal. It happened in like the 1800s, and it was it was famous because the the country of Australia uh, they lost the war against an animal, where they they were paying hunters and regular people like a hundred dollars a body for this certain animal, and I can't remember what the fuck it is, but the the animal actually won that war because they kept overpopulating, and they ended up just like fighting back and killing the people who are hunting them. And so people stopped hunting them. Okay, this is worth like looking up, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll- Do I need to look it up? No, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and we'll, we'll okay, discuss yeah, this yeah, in yeah. a follow-up episode. This would be one of my stories that's talking there about that. There you go, yeah. But yeah, that's like an actual thing uh, where there was like a, a war that they had against a previous animal that they fucking failed. They lost the war against a goddamn animal. That's like, that's so- it's difficult to like kind of wrap your head around that concept, but also too, whenever you think about the mice and how m there are millions of yeah. them, like how are you supposed to counteract that, right? It's you you would have to herd them all somewhere and set it on fire. <laughs> and Australia already has enough wildfires. Is that kind of like what they do here in Texas, where you get like rattlesnakes and throw them in a pit and light them on fire? Is that a thing? Yeah. They, uh, there's, it's like a certain day of year or something of that sort where, um, it's either ranchers or something of that sort. Cause you know, snakes are obviously ruining their shit. Yeah. Will maybe put something up for like bounty hunters or whatever it might be. They'll gather snakes and throw them all into a big pit and just light it on fire. <coughs> that shocked me and I choked on it. Maybe that's what needs to happen to these mice. Just throw them all into a pit and light it on fire. Yeah. But you need to like put cheese down there. I mean, they have to do. That's the only way. Or the the oh, the trail of cheese. <laughs> Instead of trail of tears, it's the trail of cheese. It's just hundreds of like trails of cheese whip. And they like, all they all take like um, you know carriages and stuff and ride out. <laughs> they use rats as the horses for the little carriages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Fievel goes west, but Fievel. Fievel but the trail of cheese. And then they all get there and they're like, oh, I heard there was a gold rush. The gold being cheese. Yep. But there's there's none to be had and they all die. And the why don't why don't we enact some kind of socioeconomic stuff that you know humans experienced on animals we want to eviscerate? Why why can't outside of, you know, the really bad ones like the Holocaust, 
Yeah. Why don't we say like, okay, um, animal, welcome to the Dust Bowl. Good luck eating. <laughs> we'll give you casinos later on. <laughs> Treat them like natives. Yeah. We're going to only stick you in this one part, give you full territory here, but we're, we're going to slowly take that away over yeah. a long period of time so that you don't really notice it, mm-hmm. but we will give you casinos yeah. tax-free so that you get to keep the income. Yeah. And then, you know, they're sitting there and they're like, hey, I heard you use every piece of the cheese. Huh, isn't that respectable? All right. See you later. Yeah. You let nothing go to waste. That, and you're just, just so scrappy and just and just resourceful to figure out how to live. I mean, hey, go you. But you're all alcoholics. We're talking about the mice here? <laughs> <laughs> they just get stuck with every stereotype. <laughs> oh, because that's the Irish. <laughs> Dude, so, so speaking about uh, Indians, uh, there was a, a family vacation that uh, – trade uh, my dad and I uh, took years and years and years ago. I think I was probably about seven. And we were driving by uh, this reservation on the way to mm. California. And there was just like a big old like hand-painted sign that said dinosaur fossils. Oh, nice. And I was obsessed with dinosaurs yeah, at the time. So, so we pulled off. We went about 15 miles down this dirt road, like in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's just like desert around. I think we're in Arizona, not Oklahoma. I, I can't fucking remember where we're at. And we pull up to this little shack out in the middle of nowhere. And there's this this Indian gentleman probably in his mid-30s at that time. Like a Native American guy? Yes. Okay. Sorry, a Native American guy. Uh, probably in his like mid-30s. Drunk as a motherfucker. Oh. But you know what? He showed us some fucking actual dinosaur fossils. Oh, rad. Like T-Rex fossils. Mm-hmm. And there were like footprints oh. of like dinosaurs. And yeah. and he brought us to this wall and he showed us dinosaur poop. Oh. Actual fossilized dinosaur poop. And so my dad, thinking on the spot, was like, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks for a chunk of dinosaur poop. And, and I was like, sure. Yeah. And he just stumbled over to this wall, kicked it. A chunk broke off and gave it to my dad. And it, I mean, it's like 40 pound chunk of dinosaur shit. And we, we still have these to this day. Oh, that's cool. And my dad thinking again, he's like, well, I've got two sons. Could I get two pieces? Well, sure. And he walked over and kicked another chunk <laughs> off, gave it to my dad. <laughs> and then he told my dad how to get the smell of the fossilized dinosaur shit back. Uh, they had experimented. Do you want to do that? They had experimented with this shit so much that they had figured out how to get the original smell back. Dude, what's the process? I don't remember because I was like seven and it was. You could just throw some water on it. You know? It was like 24 years ago, so my dad doesn't remember. Just need some moisture. It's pretty old, you know? Pretty but, dry. Yeah, that is literally the only experience I've ever had with the Native American person mm-hmm. is them. Being drunk off their ass selling us dinosaur shit and showing me T-Rex bones. And I'll get my dad to take a picture of the dinosaur shit. It doesn't, yeah, I it, would appreciate that. It doesn't look like what you're expecting. I mean, I'm just thinking of a rock. It's where my mind is going. Just It looks like a rock. You'll see. Oh. It's really interesting. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's in the, the family entertainment room upstairs. It's oh. it's like a, a pride of joy. It is, Should be. I mean, it's, it's the oldest thing in the house. 
the house is older. Oh well, okay. Sorry, I thought I was thinking. I was thinking in my head that was really stupid. You're the fucking Flintstones. Yeah. I was. That was really stupid. I was thinking of you went to school. You ran on your little card. I was thinking about it in the head of like when we got it. Yeah. Yeah, that was really stupid. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, you got me there. So I'm gonna need some help interpreting this one. Yeah. I am I'm, I am a able interpreter. Boy sorts. breaks his own Jenga world record. Okay. That's cool. That's pretty I mean it's uh, it's fucking awesome. It's like I guess we're gonna find out, but I'm assuming it's tallest Jenga. That's where I'm confused. And this is where like the mathematics of this whole thing don't fucking make sense. Mm-hmm. Alden Maxwell, 12 became a record holder earlier this year when he stacked 638 Jenga blocks on the base of a single block. Really? He has now exceeded his record by stacking 1,400. Okay. Here's, here's, I'm going to get to why I'm confused. Not the fact that he you know, more than doubled the previous record. Yeah, yeah. Maxwell from Canada explained that strategy was key to helping him break the record. Mm-hmm. He said, I'd say that's a good way to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> he said, I made my 1400 one fatter because there are 40 layers on it. 40 times three is 1200. What? Oh, that's 120. Oh, yeah. 40 layers. Yeah, so, so the shorter one's a little easier and more stable. I'm stupid, sorry. My zeros were off. Maybe I'm not the guy for the job. Maxwell previously explained... You break a fucking watermelon. Maxwell previously explained that it took him a lot of practice as he looked for the perfect stacking technique when he broke mm-hmm. the record initially in January. He said, I created different types of patterns on the ground I could make, and then I tested it out, and I will see which and, and I would see which ones worked and which ones could hold the most stuff, the most on stuff. That is, he's 12, whatever. <laughs> and that's it. That's where the story ends. Yeah. So, uh, a, a Jenga block. Yeah. About that big. Yeah, maybe about this long. Maybe about, what, a half inch, you would say? Mm-hmm. Maybe even a quarter, who knows? Yeah, so here, let me go ahead and pull up my calculator here. So I, I think I know what's going on here. The problem is that we are um, kind of stuck in what we consider to be your normal uh, Jenga construction. 58 feet tall. What he made was 58 feet tall? If I just did the math correctly, I did. No, hold on. I have to do this. Uh, by half, by two. 30 feet tall. What he made was 30 feet tall. If he's doing it in the conventional manner. Yeah, but if he's using giant Jengas? I think I know what's going on. What? So, Do you think he's talking 40 layers on the base? No, 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 no. So the way I'm pretty sure he's doing it is, so the way we're thinking of it is, is you have your three blocks, you have three blocks, mm-hmm. you just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. So what he is probably doing is 
all it's saying is you have one on the base and then you have 1399 above it or maybe just 1400 above that so you could start on your base here and then start doing this and then start building out and try to construct it and space out the, the pieces so that you can expand it out and ah. put more on top of it. So that way it's shorter, but it's I still see. holding. That's got to be... It's got to be it. That's got to be what it is. No way you're getting up to 30 fucking feet with loose pieces of wood. But even then, stacking like that, at an exponential like growth, that's still got to be like seven feet tall. That's doable. I mean, that's just on a ladder, right? You're 12. You can have a fucking ladder that can get you up to seven feet. I don't know, man. I don't. I, I think this this kid used some fucking pine tar or something. <laughs> like the MLB cheating. Yeah. Like <laughs> he, he, used has some, like a, he has like some in his pocket. He just goes, yeah, he, rubs it on there. He used some fucking pine tar or something, and he's, he's a cheating little bitch. They're going to do like these congressional hearings on his Jenga height. Yeah. Um, uh, little, um, little Alden. I, I was, yeah, I was kind of going that direction. Some weird, like new age, not new age, but you know, modern kid name. Hey, uh, Arya Snow. Hey, uh, Arya, Arya Snow. Sure. We'll just, we'll go with it. Well, they're naming kids after, well, okay. Yeah. They are naming kids after Game of Thrones. Yeah. Arya Stark was the most famous or like was the most popular female name for like three years in a row. Um, but this is a boy, so. Hey, what are you talking about? 2021, there are no genders anymore. Okay. You selfish um, bitch. Carrying on. Uh, hey, Arya uh, Snow, can you can you tell us in your life, have you ever used pine tar? You ever huffed glue? And, you know, the kid's sitting there like, I can neither confirm nor deny. I plead the fifth. Like, uh, sir, this is Canada, uh, not America. We you, do not have the Bill of Rights here. Yeah, we, we do not have a Fifth Amendment here. He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what pine tar is. <laughs> what is tar? All I know, Jenga blocks, stack up high, and boom, structure. <laughs> boom, bitch. <laughs> Can I go? I'm missing Digimon. Yeah, I, Pokemon Sapphire is on TV. It's a season finale. I don't even care about That's old man stuff. I want to watch... Digiduplex Mon. I want to watch Ash Ketchum fuck a Pidgeot. I don't care about Pokemon, old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, if at 12, he's all about Fortnite. Yu-Gi-Oh, you can go elsewhere, fuckhead. I'm here to watch Digimon. That was really good. Thank you. That was really good. Though he'd be in the like- I don't care about Fortnite. He'd be fuck in the- Fuck Fuck off. He'd be in a Fortnite. All 12-year-olds are. <laughs> Little, constructing little it and just sitting there going, dumb little cunts. I find two games bring out the lowest common denominator of gamers. Can I guess? Yes. Fortnite and Minecraft. No. Uh, Minecraft, I'm okay with because okay. you have to actually be uh, somewhat inventive and imaginative. Did you must say Call of Duty. No. Lol? Overwatch. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fortnite and okay. Overwatch bring out the lowest common denominator of gamers that exist. Anyone who plays Overwatch can suck my lily white cock. There's like some kind of superior superiority complex that comes with those games. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, with most games too, but yeah, with that one, definitely. Or those two, sorry. I mean, yeah, Call of Duty kind of falls into that. 
lull falls under that. Well, Call of Duty has been the same fan base for the last 15 years. I mean, I, I, racist 10-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> like you're you're um you're rolling exponential growth of racist 10-year-olds because the games have kept coming out, but everyone but the kids keep staying the same age. <laughs> All right, Matthew. Dude, I can't tell you the amount of times I've been called the N-word playing yeah, online it's, multiplayer. It's, it's it's shocking. Frightening. And it's because of my voice. I've had this voice since I was 13. Well, everyone, everyone thought like Dunky was black, and they would always like whenever they oh yeah mean comments, they'd always throw the N word in there too. Yeah, yeah, dude, I thought he was black until I saw him for the first time. I did too. And he's just a fat, autistic looking white dude. Autistic looking. What? Why? Said, why'd you say that? You said fat, autistic looking white dude. I didn't. You just said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Damn, do you think? Do you I'm think correct. Do you think do you think um people in the future might say that their fatness is on a spectrum too? I bet people try that now. I'm on the fat spectrum. Yeah, I'm I'm not fat, I'm big boned. Okay, Carmen. Ooh, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cheese. And it's the mice leading her into a pit. Yeah, but they they start thinking they're Cinderella, you know, and it's- but no, they're just they're on the trail of cheese. Yeah, they're on the trail of cheese to fall into and a pit. All of them are riding on it and like, there's a giant here! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna feast for years. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> She's made mostly of grease and gristle. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta eat the gristle too. <laughs> Second great outdoors reference in like three weeks. Yep. Strong. Dude, there's this clickbait ad keeps popping up, and I keep thinking it's tits. Like, really gross tits. Oh, the eggs? Yeah. Mm, I like, see. Like, I just see the top, and I'm like, why is there cleavage right there? Like, gross, milky cleavage. <laughs> milky. Milky? Yep. I know what I said, God damn it. I like this. <laughs> I got nothing against that. <laughs> nothing to say against that. You actually oh, nailed that one. That was a good one. Yeah. Hey, Adam, real quick. Yeah. Do you want to win a copy of The Craze on DVD? The Craze? I've never heard of this, but do you want to win a copy of it on DVD? Um, yeah. Let's oh, go for it. Let's I didn't. It. I didn't expect that. I like weird oddities on DVD. I, I I'll roll for it. The craze sounds like a uh, like a D roll ripoff of the crazies that starred Timothy Oliphant. I was about to say that, dude. I rewatched that movie recently. Fucking holds up really well. Who directed it? I think someone big directed it. I don't know. Oh, how about this, Alexa? Who directed the film The Crazies? Brett Eisner? I don't know. I don't know either. Okay, anyway, this one is somewhat related to my last one. I, in fact, move it up to now. I'm sorry. I think I know who, who uh, you're thinking of. Uh, the original was done by the guy who did the thing. John oh, Carpenter. John Carpenter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that might be who you're thinking uh, of. Whom I love because I love the thing. Yeah, sorry for cutting you off again. Um, this one is somewhat related to the last one. I, in fact, moved it up just now. I called an audible. Okay. In my brain. To my last one or your last one? Okay. 
and it's actually not a story. Um, I was going to read um, the it's like it's a Reddit post today or whatever. Yeah, I'll read the main thing and I'll read the first comment because it's all going to make sense. Okay, go for it. Rats live pretty much everywhere in the world, inhabitable land, mm-hmm. except in Alberta, Canada. What too cold? First comment. Alberta declared war on rats in 1950. They have government-funded teams of rat hunters. They even have a hotline you're supposed to call if you see a rat. Dude, hell yeah. Alberta's where it's at, man. Um, and here, I haven't read this, um, but I think this is this is going to be pretty rad. Here okay. Because um, it's, you know how like on Reddit, you can, like you have a comment and you can respond directly to yeah. that comment, whatever you like reference it's it. The, the comment family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2004, someone released 38 rats in Calgary. By the time the rat control officers arrived, most of them were dead. The local residents had formed a posse and killed them with brooms, two-by-fours, and shovels. Awesome. If the authorities had caught the culprit, he could have faced a $190,000 fine. Uh, as 38 rats for a 5000 fine each, assuming his neighbors didn't get to him with brooms, two-by-fours, and shovels first. Albertans don't want rats. Fuck yeah. Kill the fucking rat! But that's weird that they would find someone for killing a rat if they don't want rats. No, no, no. They're finding the person that released them. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Because a guy released them. Okay, I I thought you're you're saying that they would find the person who killed them. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Damn. Yeah, because the government's happy. Like, oh, the residents killed it. We don't have to use our government money. Yeah, to- they don't. Yeah, they don't have to spend money to go dispatch someone. Yeah, and pay them for whatever time they're out Imagine on the that. street. It's rat terrorism in Alberta, Canada. Dude, Alberta, Canada has modern day Minutemen. <laughs> the militia. Dude, they have Minutemen to go handle fucking rats instead of the redcoats. It's rats. <laughs> they have like a you know there's like tornado sirens. There's like a yeah. rat siren, and it's like wait. Dude, exactly like that. Instead of Ben Franklin, it's Adam Franklin running down the, the or riding a horse down the city of Alberta, screaming. Oh wait, you're the not, rats are coming. The rats are coming. Ben Franklin, you're thinking of um, Paul Revere. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. So Adam Revere. Yeah. Yeah, Adam Revere riding a horse down the streets of Alberta. The rats are coming. The, the rats, rats are, are coming. But it's, it's actually the Pied Piper. And he's leading them into Alberta for their certain death. This is kind of like the cheese pit I talked about earlier. Dude, but said Alberta is a. The- I was just making that correlation. Uh, the last uh, Australia needs a Pied Piper, but not one that has to do with the internet. One that has an actual little well, yeah, flute yeah, they, not, they can play. Yeah, not the not the Silicon Valley, no. But- Which is our second reference to uh, Silicon Valley in two weeks. Yeah, that's right. I did the middle out thing. Yeah. Um, middle out algorithm. But I, I think as that's really cool. Interesting and in, in, uh, human and otters. Yeah. What? Middle out, down up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was super interesting. Pretty, is- I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, and I don't know. You think about it. It's rats are in every habitable land. Ex- and I don't know. In the except 19th- for somewhere in your motherland. Uh, and what's weird though, they didn't say like just a city. They said the entire province of of Alberta. That is so shocking to me. 
So it's like any any time you see a rat, they're just gonna be like, fucking kill them. I want. <laughs> That they is probably so awesome. have like you know government funded rat killing supplies and stores. Like, oh yeah, at a Canadian Tire for my Canadian fans. You just go in there. A Canadian what? Tire. It's it's. Oh. Is that like a Tim Hortons where it's like what, every what I'll say corner? Is, yeah, so it is a staple of Canadian shopping. It's kind of like a Lowe's, but it has a little more like homely kind of stuff. Oh okay. Um. So it's not only for like. Hardware. Renovations and yeah, shit. Yeah. Okay. There's there's a ton of fucking shit there. Um, and I think they'll do like car repairs and stuff too. You just kind of drive up. So kind of like a Walmart okay. a bit, but not like food-wise. Um, pretty cool. Nice. Not technology stuff too, but you know you know what I'm saying. You get yeah, it. yeah, that's awesome. Um, but what, yeah. Dude, when I went to Canada, I was shocked at the amount of Tim Hortons. I'd always heard that they're on effectively every street corner, but they yeah. fucking really are almost on every street corner. Everywhere. It's Shocking! There, when we we went to um, a vacation to the uh, 2012 Olympic uh, Winter Olympics mm-hmm. uh, village uh, a couple years back, my, my dad and I did, and I forget exactly where in Canada it is. I wish oh, I, it was I, Vancouver. I, well, what, if you're talking, well, it was about near the- Vancouver. Yeah, but it was like a two-hour drive out of Vancouver. Oh, and uh, as we were, because we landed in Canada and we were you know driving out of Vancouver. There was actually an instance where there was a Tim Hortons facing a Tim Hortons on a fucking street corner. And no one bats an eye except for Americans. Yeah, and like yeah. The, the bus driver thought it was it would be funny to point out and goes, and here on our left, you'll you'll find two Tim Hortons. And so everyone in the bus, you know, looks to the left and like, what the fuck is that about? And the bus driver never explained it. He just kept driving. No reason. There's There's plenty of them for as much coffee, donuts, and whatever you want to get. Or even a peach drink. I always like to get the ham and Swiss. Remember, I go there. Yeah, good shit, man. Um, is it exceptional? No, really? No, it's not. Um, but it's just kind of that thing you can always depend on. The way I would um, reflect on it, it would be like, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a there's a heavy abundance of Starbucks and whatever, but that's a little more uh, higher priced. Sure, for no reason. Um, but if you think about maybe like in the seventies and eighties, how Americans felt about McDonald's. Yeah. A lot more similar to that. In the seventies and eighties, man, they're still. Well, I know, but I feel like there's been a lot more attrition on the McDonald's side of things when they were the Kings, right? Everyone went there, even the nineties too, right? I feel like McDonald's was like, they were everywhere. So, and that could just be a justification on my part, but I still feel like it's a fair comparison. I'm so sorry. I have to know where I went. <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying to look up right now. You want to know if, um, actually, you know what? This is kind of in poor taste. I won't say it. What? I'll say it and I'll explain why it's in poor taste because I can bring light to something terrible. Sure. Um, want to know how to kill a bunch of Canadians? Send them on the trail of Timmy's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the reason why I said it was in poor taste is the, you know, the recent mass graves have been finding in Canada, which is horrid. Okay. When which Canadians are killing native children. So anyway. It's Whistler. Whistler, Canada. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not super familiar. It's uh, like three hours, I believe, um, northwest. Northwest. No, yeah. northeast. If you go northwest from Vancouver, you're in the Pacific Ocean. Okay. Then, yeah, it would have to be northeast. It's like up in the fucking mountains. Yeah. 
just in the middle of fucking nowhere. And they, cool. they, they turned this village into a self-sustaining actual village. So whenever it was abandoned after the Olympics, I mean, people from all around the world just remained and lived there because it was so beautiful. And it's a thriving town. Mm. Yeah, it is a fully self-sustained, thriving town. Interesting. Yeah. Like so that. the Olympic Village actually turned into a fucking village, and it's the most beautiful vacation I've ever taken. Clip that. Or will ever take. Reason being, when you said the Olympic Village was actually a fucking village, it actually is because the Olympic Village typically is known because the Olympians <laughs> are horny motherfuckers. Are having orgies and stuff, and that's not hyperbole. But I mean, can you blame them? They spent two years doing nothing but training and being in great shape. Oh, dude, they're all, all all attractive people. They're all so hot. Do you think that? Okay, do you think mm, they, they do you think that I love this. I do you think this. that they have to put the kids in a different village, like the oh, ones yeah, under cause eighteen? Because like, like you can get like like well, uh, gymnasts. A lot of gymnasts yeah, like, are well, like fifteen. I think a lot of the time, not usually for the U.S. team. I think they kind of lean towards. I mean, obviously, the U.S. gymnastics world has a ton of controversy. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, but I know the Chinese team are, is usually pretty young. Yes, a lot of so, other countries skew uh, under eighteen for the gymnasts. So I think so. But I'm sure, like when you have like a younger athlete, not just China specific, but I feel like they can be pretty sheltered. Um, because I've I've heard you know. in the Olympic Village that there are just bowls of condoms everywhere. That it is a well known fact that the athletes from all around the world will be fucking and sucking throughout the entire Olympics. It's just a good way to have fun and stay active at the same time. Well, and also uh, relieve the stress of the fact that they are performing on the greatest stage on the planet. Yeah. You know, the the most decorated Olympian fucker is Michael Fox. No. Well, he has like 12 white medals. You said Michael Fox. Yeah, he has 12 white medals. White medals? Mm-hmm. Are you saying Michael Phelps only fucks white women? No, it's all the sperm on his chest. <laughs> well, so he got a bukkake? <laughs> I don't have to explain myself. These are my jokes, which need to have unknowns that the mind can, can capture, not me providing details. Now for my final story. Yeah. It's a rather Ooh. it's a rather horrific one. And it's why I wanted to go first so that we don't end on this note. Yeah, okay. And I also didn't want to start on another dour note like I did like the previous 3 weeks. Woman wakes up with blood dripping from ceiling. Ugh. Anna Cardenas from Texas awoke in the early hours of the morning when she discovered the horrific scene in her bedroom. She told KTSM, it grossed me out. I was in shock. I thought, this isn't real. This can't be real. It's a dream. It turned out the blood had come from the body of a man from the apartment above who had died from natural causes a few days earlier. Uh, Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. <laughs> and had leaked onto her ceiling fan, which had then sent it splashing around the room. Oh, Jesus. So imagine the car from Pulp Fiction, but yeah. this woman's room. When they asked, um, what's his name? The cleaner? No, well, you're saying the wolf. I'm talking oh, about Oh, the like, wolf. 
Uh, the Orlando, what's his name, that voices all those cartoon characters. I forgot what his name was in Pulp Fiction, but... Yeah, I don't remember. Orlando Jones, I think is his name. No, it's not. That's the other black guy on Mad TV. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Cardenia said, I called maintenance, and they said, are you, are you sure? And I had to clarify, yes, blood is currently dripping on me from my ceiling. The firefighters knocked down his door and the body was lying exactly where the fan was. So hold on. Okay. Can I ask questions now or use literally one sentence? Left. Okay, go. He had carpet, but the blood sleep <clears throat> seeped through into her apartment. Okay. My note, it doesn't seem very natural if your body kills over and it releases. If he had a cat. Oh, and it was like eating him. A it happens thousands of times a year throughout the world. Someone dies of a natural cause in their apartment and their cat eats them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or dog. It's mostly a cat. Okay. Yeah, cats have no qualms eating their owner to stay alive. Dogs. I guess that answers my question. Yeah, dogs will usually starve themselves. Like, I mean, they have to be emaciated before they'll eat their, their dead owner. Cats. If soon as that bowl goes empty, that dead body is a fucking feast. Okay, let's let's remove the. Okay, you've answered my question, mm -hmm. and I don't want to go down that road further. Um, but let's let's remove the, the 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 cat from the equation here, and let's just suggest that what if this is like a a bank heist kind of ruse kind of thing? Okay, elaborate, here, here please. We go. Um, they because you know. We could assume in this case, this is this is a fair assumption, I think, not a big one, that the tenant below the man that died didn't know who was living above her. Yeah, probably not. Um, there could be a chance that the person above knows the person below, but I think the opposite or the inverse is less as likely. Now, why would the person above know the person below? Because they might see on occasion <clears throat> while they're like going up Elevator stairs, whatever, that person entering the apartment. Oh, okay. But, I, see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying now. Now, so you fake this guy's death, okay? You let blood go through the floor and get onto her fan oh. to so you, cause an event to have her leave the apartment because she owns something valuable of what you want to steal. Okay, here I thought you were you're going the route of uh, like a meat cute. <laughs> she she goes down to the street and wait on them to like clean her apartment, and then like you're standing out there on the curb, be like, "Oh, hey, what are you doing out here? Oh, blood all over my apartment. They're cleaning it up. <laughs> That's funny. That's weird. Do you want to go get coffee to alleviate the PTSD that I just that someone just caused you? Yeah, I feel like some caffeine would really spice spice you up. Yeah. <laughs> Should we play out that date? You ready to go? No. So I, genu <laughs> I, I genuinely thought you were going the meet cute route there for a second, but no. I see where you're going and it makes a lot more sense. I mean, you could do kind of a thing where like you release the blood in the apartment and she like has to get out and like you try to like wait for her to come out of the door and like you see her come out and you're like, oh, hey, what's going on? You look really scared. Why don't you come and take a shower and clean off at my place? I'll help watch your back. <laughs> With my hands. 
And my pee-pee. But like this, with my hands. <laughs> Just holds them up, kind of obscuring his face from her eyes. But I don't think it'd be very effective to use the back of him. I need to use the front. <laughs> they go up to the apartment. She sees the fake pool of blood he's created <laughs> leading down to her apartment. She's like, uh, so what's what's that? Oh, that's a swimming pool. <laughs> I eat a lot of radishes. Hard to explain. I pee, Wait, not radishes, beets. Uh-oh. I I'm eat, in trouble. I, I pee in the pool a lot, so it just kind of turned red and super viscous. I have kidney stones. <laughs> and I pee in my pool. I tried to get it out, but it won't come out. Can you pull on it to get Can it out? Can you tug on me to help me out? To get the kidney stone out. I pee you tug. <laughs> the harder you pull, the faster the pee comes out. <laughs> it's like a, like a fucking cow's udder. Just... <laughs> She's just squirting bloody pills on it. <laughs> She's like, how did you have so much come through the ceiling and into my apartment? I've had it for months. I'm in a lot of pain in my heart. I'm lonely. You know, on, on a, a sidebar, totally yeah. throwing a wrench in this. I've never had a kidney stone. Oh, I, I me neither, and they sound terrible. My mom used to have them really bad when she would drink soda constantly. Really? Yeah, and the the way she made it sound, it it sound it. Apparently, it feels like birth every time you have to pass one. Well, have you seen them, like, up close? They're like little, like, razor blade balls. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a scary thing. Yeah, dude, her, the last one she ever got, she actually had uh, to have it broken up inside of her for her to be able oh, to yeah, even like pass lasers it. Lasers and stuff. No, they, they use sound waves. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. To, yeah, to yeah, fucking yeah. break this kidney stone up into small enough pieces to be able to pass. It's terrifying. Dude, and apparently some get large enough they have to actually operate and like go in and pull it out. Like this big. Dude, shocking. I could never imagine. I can. Can you tug? Can, uh, you, you tug, I compass. I compass? I uh, just made me smoke. I'm turning into you, Trump. Yeah, why are you? <laughs> <laughs> you tug, I piss. <laughs> just. He's down in Florida right now, just like eliciting like help to get his kidney stones out. Can you tug on me, please? Tug, I'm gonna piss on you like oh, Kelly. I'm gonna cover you with bloody urine. Oh my god, is this the steel dossier? Oh, is it really it? Instead of the Russian hooker pissing on him, he was he was trying to pass his kidney stones. The only way I can pass my kidney stones by looking at a beautiful Russian hooker, and then I pissed on her. She gets a couple welts from the kidney stones, but I pay her off like I did Stormy Daniels. Bullet like a lawnmower. (laughs) (laughs) Yank my dick like you're trying to pull it off of me. You know how you get an engine going, you gotta choke it. I've got the best kidney stones, everyone tells me this. Doctors around the world tell me you've got such pretty kidney stones. Moving on. I've gotten too good at that. Yeah, you might. You have, I think you've admitted to say that you practice it. I, dude, I haven't actually practiced it in about two months. So 
yes, you have practiced it. Is oh, what I'm saying. Yeah, I but that was the, the that was the first time going into it in like two months. Um, that's like okay. I might be at the point with the Trump impersonation that I am with the Whataburger impersonation that oh, I can just yeah. pull it out. Will Bassett. Everyone, no, I'm, that's just a deeper Trump. Yeah, <clears throat> crispy bacon, warm kidney stones. <laughs> I can piss on you any way you like it. <laughs> I was doing like a Will Trump Bassett there. Um, I mean, I, I, I think with this story, that's as much as we can get out of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think that was a fun adventure. It was. Um, it was a good story time. Yeah, it was a good story time, and I think now is an appropriate time to move on to my last story. Okay, so I am going um, into the story that I skipped, which I'm actually kind of happy I skipped because this one is a keeper. Yeah. And I kind of want you sitting down for this one. Because um, I think... You'll see what I was doing in the edit. Okay. Um, probably something about kidney stones. I don't know. Um, I think the headline... It's a lot more innocent than you think. I feel like the headline is funnier than the story. The story itself is still very interesting. Okay. But the headline... So it's one of those headlines. It's got some juice to it. Nice. I like that. I couldn't turn that with my bare hand, but... Yeah. Um, What'd you, how'd you open it? Use my shirt. Oh, okay. You know, every now and then that happens. Because if you don't, you're going to just shred your hand. Yeah, shred the shit out of your hand. Ain't nobody got time for that, especially not Maddie. Keep going. What? No, man, just keep going. I don't know. I don't know what you're getting so bogged down about. I have kidney stones. (laughs) (laughs) They're weighing me down, man. Alabama inmates escape after tricking guard with peanut butter. Nice. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Um, was he like a dog and he was like someone put peanut butter in their balls and he's just sitting there like licking them off? Oh, ho, oh, oh. <laughs> And then just other people are just traipsing about the prison escaping and they're just like rubbing peanut butter on, on all these inmates balls and all the guards are getting super distracted you ever see like um sounds like a bad porn you ever heard about um like a color run you know what those are no people like run a 5k but while you're running it there are people that are like you know along the the wherever you're running whatever it might be they have like powdered color stuff that they throw at you oh the the color runs yeah that's what i said oh i i thought for some reason, I heard a, a cutler run. No, no, color run. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the same thing, but with peanut butter. Dude, I can't run five k. And if someone threw color on me when I was trying to run a five k, I think I, I turn around and just fucking sucker punch them. I think you should. I'm not here for fun, fitness. <laughs> you, you fat waste of a space. I'm a fitness fist in your fucking face. But I can't bust a watermelon with my thighs. Because I got kidney stones. <laughs> that that's the name of the episode. Adam and Andy kidney stones. Or a trail of cheese. I'm kind of in between the two of them. Trail of kidney stones. Oh my god. 
I was going to say pull on him. <laughs> and we pull on the trail of kidney stones. Um, okay, here we go. This is the story. Um, it's not too long, so I'll probably read the whole thing. Um, 12 inmates escaped from a prison in Alabama. 12. Okay. After using peanut butter to trick a guard into unlocking a door that led outside. Okay. The men fled the facility after confusing a new member of staff by smearing the peanut butter over a number on an exit door. Still weird. A uh, number on an exit door or a letter? A number. The okay. inmates then used the, their orange prison uniforms and blankets to overcome a razor wire fence. All 12 of the fugitives who escaped on Sunday have since been 12? recaptured. Yeah, 12. Holy shit. 11 of the men were tracked down and returned to custody within 12 hours of the prison break, but the final escapee managed to evade authorities until Tuesday evening. Uh, this guy, um, Brady Andrew Kilpatrick, I can say because he's a criminal. Dude, that scary. 12 inmates escaping at once has to be one of the largest prison breaks in <laughs> the last 50 years. I know was the only prisoner to make it out of the county, according to the fair sheriff's Facebook page, which is a weird place to share all their news. How old is this? Where the hell is my date? It's, it's usually at well, the they have a Well, they have a, a date for when the Twitter posted him being captured. It's August 1st, 2017. Okay. I don't remember... I don't remember that being the news. 12 people would be international news. Yeah, I think just... Because of how fast they caught them, it's like it didn't. But that would immediately post internationally, so that there could be a national manhunt for twelve escaped convicts. I think if they can confirm they left the county, because only eleven of them did not leave the county. One of them did. Um, Man, dude, that is guy. fucking wild um, to think about. He was later captured by police in Tequesta, Florida. Um, the inmates took advantage of a new guard by using peanut butter to conceal an exit door number. Um, to the sheriff's department. When the inmates called for the guard to open the door and let them in a cell, the guard inadvertently opened the exit door, the statement said. The new guard said that he thought he was opening a cell door for one oh, of the prisoners okay. and later described the escapees as crazy like a fox. I Okay, I, I see what they did. Why is this here? It was not clear which variety of the paste was used by the prisoners or whether it was crunchy or smooth. <laughs> it would be smooth, obviously. Why did we write this? Now, someone having a, a gaff, a goof and a gaff. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Just like those 12 prisoners did that added like 50 years to the sentence to get 12 hours of freedom. Okay, so the, the last thing, though, is the prisoner is trying to think of ways so that they can't use peanut butter to escape. Um but you would you wouldn't think they could use peanut butter to escape the first time around? Yeah, I know. So kudos to them. You it's know? a very inventive method. Uh, uh, you know, this is this is the revision of Escape from Alcatraz. I was thinking Shawshank Redemption instead of crawling oh, yeah, through but a, I think with, a sewer of shit. Because multiple people. I'm going Alcatraz. I wish I could tell you he fought the good fight. I wish. Ah, that is such a great fucking movie. It was a great movie. I didn't go back and rewatch it. I haven't seen that since college. Oh, really? Yeah, it's holds been, up. It's fucking been holds years up. for me. I don't even know when it came out. I think 94. It was around that time. Alexa, when did Shawshank Redemption come out? The film The Shawshank Redemption was released about 27 years ago on October 14th, 1994. Boom. Did you nail that? Also, 
That, that, is, was, that was probably the biggest year in film. That is the strangest thing to hear her like regularly and then picking it up on both of our mics. Oh yeah. It's a, yeah. There's a, there's a delay. That was super weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, so now they have to think of different ways. <laughs> Do they just like, now they're gonna start putting cheese out, you know? And I don't know. What could they put to distract the guards? I still like my original idea of like putting peanut butter on the balls and just the every guard, like, ooh, ooh. every guard in the prison for some reason is just like licking and sucking on dudes' balls throughout the entire prison yard. So <laughs> See, you can get sexual like that, sure. But if they find a way to like throw peanut butter on the ceiling and they're all like crowded around it trying to like, what, like how do we what, get up there? Like fucking tremors? Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, huh. they're all like jumping, like, come on, come on. And they're all like, like you know, distracted trying to jump up and touch the ceiling to get the peanut butter. It's literally every guard in the prison is distracted <laughs> by this one tiny chunk of peanut butter on the ceiling. There's a hundred guards for. A half a square inch of peanut butter <laughs> on the think, ceiling. Think about like standing from a distance and hearing it, you know, and you just see like a hundred guys are kind of on this one spot and just hearing. Yeah, everyone would think it's a riot. They're all like Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> They're just screaming. The, the guard or all, all the prisoners are super confused. Like, do we try to escape or... Do we call the police or what do we do here? <sighs> totally different hypothetical. Are they locked in with us or are we locked in with them? Totally different hypothetical yeah, here. Please, I, I appreciate this. But this is a, a genuine question and thought. So prisoners sneak in cell phones. Yeah, there's there is prison TikTok. It's this thing. Yes, like yeah. constantly. Do you think a prisoner has ever called the cops? on a crime happening in the prison. Yeah, I think so. Right? It would have to have happened. Because you kind of run into... Oh. Shut the fuck up. You kind of run into like... um, I didn't like this. Well, she stopped because I told her to shut the fuck up. Um, Like a Shawshank situation where, you know, they don't trust the guards there. Yeah. So maybe they do call the cops. It, had, it has to have, or like not even against the, the guards necessarily themselves, but like against, you're about to fart? No, I'm just moving around. Okay. Yeah. You, you hiked know, up know, for that. an awfully yeah. long time there. Yeah. But like even against like another inmate. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It has to have happened. But thinking about that, you can get like the video evidence on the phone, send it out on your socials, on TikTok, be like, hey, a crime is occurring. Evidence. Dude. That should be something that the prisoners are using this platform for is to be catching guards doing all the illegal shit that they do. Ah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. What they, what they run across, and maybe the, the, the biggest issue that some of them run uh, run into is they run into the guard that's allergic to peanut butter, so he doesn't care. Oh. He's impossible to trick. Okay. He's just like, I don't care. That was a really weird segue from my hypothetical back into the original. There was absolutely no, no in between on that one. It was pretty clean. No, that was that was jarring. You're making it seem a lot less clean than it no, is. No, that was super jarring. That threw me off. Jarring like a jar of peanut butter. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! 
fuck you and fuck your peanut butter. <laughs> Just like the guards did. There's got to be a peanut butter beer, right? By Martin House, I'm sure. I think I have one in the fridge. Oh, why am I not I, I mean, I, I uh, oh, I might have had it. But they have like a pretzel stout that's really good. That There's a little touch honestly, with a little bit of peanut butter. That honestly does sound really oh, good. Oh, you know, uh, a statement of purpose. Remember, I had like a, the the golden ale yeah. that had, had oh, like a bluebird on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Really good. I remember that. Really good. I remember. Um, I think that, that kind of brings us to our end, though. Yes, sir. Um, thank you, Suds, for tagging along on our trail of laughs. And another hour and 20-minute episode. I hope we can escape it. I'll try to close as fast as I can. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to get this down to an hour. It, sometime we, we, we will clean this up. We did on whatever fucking episode that was. But that was one out of like the last 15. Yeah. We, yeah. Will, we will get this down to a consistent hour at some point. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the people who don't appreciate it being longer than an hour because it, it's hard to keep an attention span for longer than an hour, especially with TikTok being like eight seconds, eight, nine seconds long. Mm-hmm. It, it's MTV on fucking speed. Going fast. Well, that M- MTV is, is known for creating the MTV generation because they were the first network to consistently cut every three seconds in a show. So it, oh, it, it'll be showing one angle and then it would cut to a different angle. So MTV is known for creating the fast cuts in shows and movies to, uh. to keep your attention. That's why we were known as the MTV generation because they created that form to keep people's attention span. And then came Taken 2 with 12 cuts in three seconds. Dude, it's shocking. Yeah. Now, like some of the action movies now cannot do an action shot without like 50 cuts in... 30 seconds. Except John Wick. Dude, John Wick is great about it, and so is The Raid. Yeah, which I guess we'll never get a third one, but... Yeah. But I was talking to you about the Gareth Evans with... Um, he's going to have um, Tom Hardy and uh, Timothy Oliphant. You know what I would really love? Mm. A Judge Dredd sequel. We're not going to get one. No, and the first one was... Carl Urban tried, but yeah, I know. Dude, the first one was fucking spectacular. It was great. It was great. Oh, just fucking amazing. I can get it. No, sadly. Hey, he's making bank on the boys. Yeah. That's fine. And he's doing a great job on that show. Doing a great show. I am the law. I am the law. That's like the more the Sylvester. I am the law. Oh my God. I'm Judge Judy. Do you think, okay, this is going to be our last thought, then we'll get out of here. Do you think he's going to do, I mean, we've had the discussions about him having, yes, but. We've had the discussions about him having his own news network. He will. And, you know, that can all happen. But what about, you remember how he had somewhat of a presence in just kind of um, your basic entertainment? So I, not, don't, not, I don't think he'll go back to that. That's what I was saying. Like, so not like The Apprentice. But Unless he like gets his own reality show. Rascals and, no, he'll never go back to that. Yeah, ever. See, that's like, you know, him popping up in a movie. Yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll never do that again. Unless it's the Steel Dossier. <laughs> That's the last movie he'll ever be in. Um, no, but unless he gets his own reality show or his own news network, which we know is already in the works, he'll definitely fucking be on there uh, every goddamn day spewing his bullshit. But I can also almost guarantee you he's going to have a reality show within two years. Would you watch it? No. Absolutely not. 
how would you need to construct the premise for you to be able to watch it? I wouldn't. It does not matter. Even if it was the most interesting premise ever. <clears throat> there is not a premise good enough for me to want to watch it. Donald Trump. Um, it, it would be. It would have on, to be ouch on, my on. balls from Idiocracy, starring Donald Trump, and I'd watch it. Of him falling from a skyscraper and then bouncing off of clotheslines for fifty like straight minutes, screaming ouch, ouch my balls. So like each each impact, like you have a little bit of a pause for him to have that stretched out yes. statement, and then on to the next one. And then yes, that's the only reason I'd watch. A show starring Donald Trump. I never even watched The Apprentice. It was interesting. Not a goddamn episode of it. It was interesting. It's, you know, it's whatever. Um, okay, moving away from that. Uh, sides, thank you so much for watching. As always, I'll be sure to um, get the goods up. Hey, and I successfully, last week, um, I think Instagram and Facebook has um, Corporal Jackie yes. and our snake. Yes, I checked both. So that was pretty good. Um, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at AdamAlsoAndy. Send us an email, AdamAlsoAndy at gmail.com, website, Adam-Andy.com. And go ahead and listen to us on Google, iTunes, and YouTube, too, if you want to have kind of that video format, like how I'm looking at you right now with a watermelon. And you'll have to have watched the episode TikTok to know why. Why I'm holding a watermelon? Yes. Because you're assuming I'm going to be able to get the video up into the video? Yes. We'll see. Maybe it'll be an Instagram exclusive. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe a TikTok exclusive. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I think that pretty well covers it, though. Yeah. Okay. I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. Think of the children. And kidney stones. No. No.